All right, welcome in Hey-o. to the Football is Life podcast. And Dad isn't here again. Yay! It's just the, it's just the Lickle Brothers. How you doing, Drake? Oh, I'm ready for the gong show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always rough when it's just me and you. I don't... This hosting thing kind of... Yeah. Hey... I, I'm not as good as it is, Eric. I, it's just not my role, you know? We're off to a good start, though. We didn't have any technical problems. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood, obviously. I'm, I'm ready for us just to disconnect and not be able to reconnect. Or like yeah. the Wi-Fi to go out or something. It's going to happen. Yeah. It always happens with us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, sorry we did not have a podcast last week. How dare you, sir. Um, <laughs> we're all very busy. I actually was infected with COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was not fun, but I am good now. I have been out of quarantine for a few days. I'm still not... 100% back. I still get very tired very easily and a few other lingering symptoms, but overall, I'm doing all right. And might I just say, Drake, mm-hmm. it reminded me of last year when you guys all sent me that super nice card with the Target gift card, all the verses on it and stuff. Yeah, Again, man. I just want to say how much I appreciate every single one of you that really touched me and my wife. And we just, we love that. We still talk about it. Thank you so, so much. It's but just another reason why this league is the best league ever. It really is. It It's the best, and we've all kind of been, you know, gotten to know each other really well through this. Yeah, it's great. But, yeah, in saying that, I feel a lot better than I did a week ago, and I'm out of quarantine, and, yeah, um, all is well and just getting better. How about you, Drake? You doing good? Oh, yeah, moving into the new house. Uh, yeah, the new house. You know, oh. the floodwaters couldn't touch us, and uh, we're doing good. Yeah. There we go. It's good times. And I don't think anybody was up too upset last week about you guys not recording with Thanksgiving and everything and just how busy yeah. you guys are with, you know, you have two kids. Eric has a kid. It's like, yeah, you guys are busy. It's a crazy time out here in Whatcom County. Um, so, so I'm sure Eric is busy. It's all good. Nobody was too oh, yeah. mad. Oh, yeah. Nobody was whining about it. I figured it's a... Uh... Holidays, everybody's getting together. Oh, yep. Yeah, the chat sure. has been just super mellow about it. No one's gotten worked up yep. about anything, really. You know, not to mention it's been depressing anyway with yeah. how our damn Seahawks are playing. Yeah, we holy, don't, we don't want to talk crap. about that, man. Oh my gosh, they look so bad. We have been good oh, for man. a long time. It's, <laughs> we're due for a bad season. Russell Wilson's a future Hall of Famer, but we're gonna look past this year. You know what's the thing that's frustrating, Drake, is that the defense has actually been playing really well. Like they've been playing pretty well. Well, I mean, compared to the first half of the season, but that's a yeah, pretty low here, bar. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying they're top half of the league by any stretch. I'm saying they are above average, and in my opinion, they get really worn down at the end of the game because the time of possession is just so lopsided. I mean, they're out there way more than the offense is. It's I mean, absurd. It really but is. I don't I don't think we have to labor the uh, FIL clan of how bad the Seahawks are. They all see it. Yeah, it's, it's been rough. It's not There's much problems of a secret. everywhere. Yeah. R- Russ looks bad. Maybe his finger's still bad. I, I don't know. The only thing I appreciate about Russell Wilson right now is that he's not bitching about his finger being hurt like Aaron Rodgers when his toe is hurt. He's like, oh, my toe is hurt, but I'm still going to play. Aaron Rodgers needs to grow up and just not complain about his toe being a little sore when he he's obviously fine. Where Russell Wilson's not complaining and he's obviously in pain. Well, I I don't know if you uh, I was watching. I think it was the Packers Rams game and 
it was like the game of the week or whatever. So Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were calling it. And <laughs> when when the game first started, Joe Buck was like, oh, and here comes Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense out in the field. Aaron Rodgers told us this week that he immunized his toe from the pain. <laughs> he just kind of slipped that in. And I was like, ah, that's great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, funny stuff. Wacky times. Anyway, should uh, we talk about some fantasy football, Drake? Sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, we could just keep horsing around and really piss off Eric. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if there is technical difficulties, like, Eric will probably, like, handle it, and the rest of the league won't even know it. So kudos to Eric. Yay. He does all the hard work. (laughs) Yeah, we just get to have fun. It's true. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) I think they all know it, but Eric does all the editing and putting it up there. And he does editing? Usually, usually if it goes well, it's not a ton of editing as far as he's told me, but well, sometimes it can be a pain. Well, yeah. So. What was it like the like two weeks ago during the trivia night? We had like two minutes of just us being like, can you hear me? Can I hear you? And he just <laughs> left it all in. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it. He didn't try to edit that out at all. It was just full bore. It's so great. <laughs> I can just... I can just see him on his computer with his headphones on, rolling his eyes at all that garbage and just going, screw this crap, and just like putting it up on Spotify and like, all right, <laughs> put the headphones down, <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, not willing to put in the right. 12 hours it would take to edit that. Yeah, cool. exactly. So trades. Right, <laughs> trades. We have one, two, three, four, five, six trades to talk about. Good counting. Um, yeah, me and you looked before we started recording and we believe that this is the first trade we have not talked about back on the November the 20th between Jayco Zier and Bolkema. Uh, Jayco Zier receives Curtis Samuel. Or no, I'm sorry. Other way around. <laughs> wow. Already on a rough start. Bolkema receives Curtis Samuel and Jayco Zier receives uh, a fourth round pick and a third round pick both this coming year. Yep. What do you think of this, Drake? Um, I, I'm not a big pick guy, uh, so I never value picks that high, especially third and fourth rounders. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, that's why I kind of think Curtis Samuel is the winner. Nathan's the winner. But then again, like <clears throat> you can definitely get good value if you get hit right on the third and fourth. So it's just a wait to see who Jay Cozier gets, but I, I don't think this is a very you know, important trade. No, I don't either. I mean, if I was just looking at it in a vacuum, I'd probably take Curtis Samuel because he's already he's already proven. Yeah, he you know he's a starter in the NFL. I mean, he'll always be behind McLaurin in Washington, but you know if they get a good quarterback next year, he definitely be relevant. He also hasn't really played um, this year, right? I mean, basically, if you simplify it, he's a known commodity, and you don't know what you're going to get from a third and a fourth. Yeah, um, especially like if you look at the earliest one, that third. Best case scenario, it might be middle of the pack, third. So I mean, which you're kind of you're kind of throwing darts at that point in the draft or close to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever. I think you're right. So uh, next trade on the 21st between Laser Dude and Bolkema. Uh, Bolkema receives Robert Tunyon, and Laser Dude receives Denzel Mims, Tylen Wallace. Who? Uh, three third round picks and three fourth round picks. <laughs> all from 2024. Yeah, all in 2024. Three years away. Yep. Drake, what is your first thoughts when you see this? Uh, I don't care. 
<laughs> I I think Robert Tunyon had a good last year, and that's about all he's going to do. I think, yeah, they call him Touchdown Tunyon for a reason because he scores a touchdown or he's worthless for your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And then Denzel Mims, I think, is garbage. Ty, Tylen Wallace, who cares? He's a practice squad player, probably. And a bunch of third and fourths. I mean, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, not much here. I mean, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Yeah, you I know, mean, if, if Ryan wants those picks and those young receivers, I mean, cool. And if Nathan wants a possible touchdown guy, cool. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all preference, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it's fine. I mean, I think, I guess I, guess I would say Laser Dude won just because he got more stuff <laughs> i guess he can use those picks as possible trading fodder to yeah trade bait trade. or he can just you know that's more chances to shoot his shot in the later rounds if he has room on the roster that's that's fine yeah um i'd i'd probably rather have laser dude's side but i mean for Balkama having tunyon is fine you know i i i agree with you i don't know if tunyon's done um you know maybe next year green bay's beat up and he gets used more again i don't know but I mean, yeah. you, you can't you can't guarantee anything with Tunyon. No. I mean, he he could be completely done. You know, I I don't know. So yeah. yeah, I I agree with you. All right, the next one. Where is it here? Between Clay and Jay Cozier. Clay and Jay Cozier. Um, Clay receives Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, and Jay Cozier receives a 2022 fourth. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really get this trade, to be honest. I don't understand it. I don't either. Because uh, both I mean, those wide receivers have value. Yeah, and a fourth-round pick this year's doesn't. No. I mean, it's going to be, be wanting... an early fourth-round pick, but still. like Sanders, I mean, he's old. He still has juice. Beasley, he's old, but he still can play, especially with the Bills. Right, and well, what what are the options for receiving in Buffalo? You have Diggs first, obviously. Then you have Beasley and Sanders and Gabriel Beasley, Davis Sanders. and Dawson. Yeah, Knox. Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox. So, like, essentially, let's say you're getting the n- number three wide receiver in Buffalo. You know, maybe the number two. I don't know, but let's just for the sake of argument, number three wide receiver in Buffalo for a fourth round pick. I mean, the number two or three option, whatever you want to call it, in Buffalo is very relevant seeing how they're kind of a high-flying offense. They've struggled lately, but, you know, it's still worth more than a fourth-round pick, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe the only thing that Jay Cozier is thinking is both of these guys are old, and they're kind of inconsistent for fantasy. So, sure. like, if you play them, you're either going to get a decent game or absolutely nothing. I mean, I guess he's right. thinking maybe it's just like a, they're just a roster clog at this point, so he's just trying to get anything, I think. But I don't know. I, I still I always prefer what you getting something that you know it, the value of rather than getting mm-hmm. a mystery. And for Clay, it's great depth, right? He doesn't have to start either one of those guys. No, not at all. Um, so it's great depth for him. He's only given up a fourth round pick. Pff, who yeah. cares, right? So. Decent yeah. trade. Yeah. All right. I got to get to the next one here. Sorry. I this one's a bit juicier. 
boy. Oh, boy. It is juicier. Yep. All right. It's between yourself and Dykstra. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Dykstra receives Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, fourth-round pick. And you receive Odo Beckham Jr., Devontae Parker, Christian Kirk, a second and third round pick. Yes. Hmm. Explain yourself. So my thought process with this trade is that Robert Woods, um, obviously out for the season with an ACL, not helping my team this year win a championship. Allen Robinson uh, is a fantastic receiver, but he's dealing with a hamstring injury and hasn't done anything this year because of Matt Nagy. Not helping my team win a championship. Odell, he might. Parker, he might. Christian Kirk, he might. So it's like I'm getting three receivers for two, three receivers that could help my team for two receivers that will not help my team. And then just an upgraded on my picks. That's just, that was my basic thought process. I don't think any of those three receivers touch the talent of Woods and not Robinson, but they are playing and I'm a little short on depth at the moment with my injuries. So sure. I think if you, you know, just look at this, you think, holy cow, Dykstra won the trade. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it lopsided, but I would say Dykstra won the trade. But like you said, it's needs, right? Dykstra clearly is not contending this year. Mm -hmm. He's made that very clear. So he gets two guys that, like you said, aren't doing much this year. Woods can't do anything this year. And you're getting guys who could contribute, and you are a very clear contender. So you need guys who can can do it now. Yep. So, and yeah, you upgrade <laughs> your picks a little bit. But, yeah, you had to downgrade a little bit talent-wise. But yeah. you get the guys who are going to contribute. I, this year, I had right? to I, – I accepted that trade knowing that it was probably going to hurt next year looking at it. Sure. But yep. knowing that right now, it's kind of what I need. And Odell helped me last week to keep it. I mean, I didn't win last week, but I still kept it close. Yep. I and mean, he helped me with that. So, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. So, all right. Moving on. Moving on. December 1st, Clay and DeYoung. Clay gets Kelvin Ridley. Oof. DeYoung gets Amari Cooper Ooh. and two second round picks wild stuff i don't know about you drake yeah a little worried about ridley i am too i i don't to me there's no if i had a gun to my head i'd say he will come back when i don't know yeah is it gonna be next year two years but just the fact that there's a chance that he won't ever be back there is a chance i i would say it's small but there's a chance we never get back. First of all, let's just say it's a mental health thing. Mm-hmm. So Lord be with him. We don't know what he's going through. It could be some really, really awful stuff. You know, that's don't want to make light of that, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but for fantasy purposes, like even if he's like, let's say he's gone all of this year, all of next year, and he comes back in 2023, he could be a completely different wide receiver. Yeah, you don't know what kind you know, of shape he's going to be when he gets back. Exactly. Will he lose some speed? Like, Yeah. I mean, he could come back and be the same dude and be amazing, you know? Yeah. I mean, look at Jamar Chase. He missed, you know, a whole year and then some, and he's been phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I don't know, but 
We also, just for me. We also don't know the quarterback situation in Atlanta next year or the year after with Matt Ryan being kind of on the fritz. Yep. It's like there's just a lot of question marks around Ridley. Now, in saying that, though, Clay can absorb this risk with the talent he has on his team. Yeah. I mean, he has amazing talent. Um, I feel like DeYoung kind of likes Cooper. Oh, yeah. Because he's time. had him before. He <laughs> loves some Cooper. So, this is fine. I'm not hating on either side. Um, but I would say DeYoung wins the trade just because of my opinion of Ridley. I just think there's so much risk involved, but like, like I've said I before, like I, I think Clay can absorb this risk, so I'm fine with it on his side. Yeah. Um, but I just, I also just really like that he, that DeYoung got two second round picks with it. That's the, he that, really, that's he, the real capper for me. That is the real capper. Um, it would have been nice to Clay, see Clay get like maybe a, a second or a third back as well. Um, but DeYoung just really needs the picks, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I, I just like DeYoung's side a lot better because, I mean, there's, like we said, there's a lot of risk with Ridley. And Cooper, I mean, he's pretty inconsistent, but he's talented on a good passing team. It's like you know what you're going to get from Cooper, and that's a startable wide receiver every week. So it's, I just, yeah, I, I like DeYoung's side on this a lot more than Clay's, but I understand it and I'm not like yeah crazy lopsided trade or anything like no, that. No, I'm not mad at Clay for making it. Like it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just more of my preference kind of thing. And yeah. I'm sure every, I'm sure everybody in the fantasy community has a different view on Calvin Ridley. So yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, whatever he's going through though. Oh, hope he's all right. Yeah. All right. Um, Last trade yeah. the next day, December 2nd, between Jayco Zier and DeYoung. Uh, Jayco Zier gets a second-round pick in 2024, and DeYoung gets Trevor Lawrence. Now, what do you... First thoughts? Well, I don't understand this trade. I, okay, I don't get it. Because Trevor Lawrence has not had a good year. He's on a really bad team with... A very bad coach, but he has a lot of talent. We have seen it for a long time, and there's been games this year where he's looked good. I don't understand giving him away for a 2024 second round pick, which is Nathan's. So we don't know if that's going to be an early or a late round second round pick. I don't get it. Yeah, and we should preface it by saying it's Nathan's second in 2024. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have... That's why we don't know if have, it'll be early or late. It's going to be years of production from Trevor Lawrence, and by the end of next season, Trevor Lawrence could be a top five running back, or running back, uh, quarterback, just based on the upgrades that he gets after a year of experience and, you know, the Jaguars, you know, they could make some acquisitions or they could... Get rid of Urban Meyer because he's not that good. Like <laughs> I, I see Trevor Lawrence as somebody who is talented and has clear value, and I don't think is going to go down in value. I see this as selling him as kind of a low floor at the moment. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I I think it's hard because with Trevor Lawrence, you have Urban Meyer, who I'm personally not a big fan of at all. Shocker, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, go blue, by the way, and um. <laughs> It, you know, Urban Meyer's coming from col- from college to go into the NFL, um, so there's a transition there. 
it's a team with not much talent right now. Um, getting better, obviously, but you know, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence needs time. I mean, we we forget that Patrick Mahomes, you know, sat for pretty much a whole year, um, and sat and learned, and then got in and looked amazing. I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence is gonna be Pat Mahomes, but I think we forget that just throwing starting a quarterback right away is you know it's hard. So I you know he could be really good. I love this for DeYoung buying him for a second round pick. Yeah. Now. Obviously, quarterbacks are not as valuable as they would be in a super flex league. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, if he lives up to the hype in the next year or two even, you know, even if it takes till 2023 to look really good, he could be worth a, a first rounder or and more, you know, mm-hmm. potentially. So, yeah, I love this for DeYoung. Um like you said, that second round pick is so far away. We don't know where it's going to be. We don't know what the players are going to look like in 2024, the draft class. So, yeah, you're not, yeah. you're not going to re- see a return on that investment for years to come. And I will say, I think this is the danger, Drake, of the fire sale. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's fun for everyone when there's a fire sale and somebody's like, hey, I'm selling everyone with value for whatever I can get for them. It's fun, right? Everyone's shooting trades at them. They're, yeah. you know, denying some, accepting some, whatever. It's fun, but it's dangerous because I feel like when you make like let's say eight trades in two days, you look back at them and you're like, maybe I could have gotten more for so and so or more for so and so. Like I don't want to hate on anybody for doing it, but like, because yeah. it is fun. But I feel like this trade, which by the way is not awful, but I feel like this is an example of it's like. I feel like you probably could have gotten more for Trevor Lawrence or Well, and he's a, Jay Kozier's doing a rebuild too and Trevor Lawrence is a very talented young quarterback. Yeah, if 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 I'm in that. a full rebuild and I have Trevor Lawrence and somebody offers me a second round pick, I'm going to say, "Yeah, I'll keep Trevor Lawrence as like the centerpiece of my rebuilds, quote unquote." And, you know, if somebody gives me a sweeter offer, fine, but like I'm not going to settle, right? Like, why? Why would I? <laughs> yeah. Now, if if it's Bulkama's second-round pick this coming draft, maybe it sways me a little bit, you could argue, right? Because you know it's going to be an early second-round pick because of how Bulkama's team is right now. But, yeah, I know I, I agree with you. So, yeah, great for DeYoung. Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to know Jay Kosher's logic on it because I'm curious. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to I, hear that too. I yeah. don't. I personally don't get it. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, we should say a lot of times, like, we'll analyze a trade, and then in the chat, they kind of say, hey, this is why I did it, and it's like, oh, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Absolutely. But, but yeah, just just looking at it straight up, that's, yeah, I agree with you. So Yeah. All right, so that's that's all the trades. Um, Sweet. Yeah, and I'll just quickly address, you know, we had the thing last week where, um, you know, Bokema didn't have a starting running back in his RB2 spot. Um, you know, don't want to sit and talk about this forever, obviously, but, um, you know, I had it once, too, where I didn't have a tight end, but it's because I put in a waiver claim and got outbid at the last second. <laughs> so I, you know, I did try. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, Eric put in there, you know, first to three strikes or whatever. It's just one of those things like it's just a disservice to everyone else who is playing and very active in the league to not 
start someone when you clearly had a chance to pick someone up off the wire and start them. Um, you know, last week Jordan Howard was, I think, declared out f- Friday, Thursday or Friday. So there was, you know, a solid two days where he could have picked someone up. I just want to put that out there. That's, you know, Eric can speak on it next time if he would like. But, you know, when you have plenty of time to start someone, it it's kind of a disservice to everyone else who's actually trying to, you know, start somebody. So, yeah, there you go. There's that. All, All right, right. Moving on. So we got to talk about week 11 and week 12 since we didn't have a pod last week. Yep. Um, I think we can go over week 11 and 12. And then we can go over the standings. So yeah, um, did you have any thoughts on week eleven? There were some. It was okay. Low scores. Yeah, it wasn't a great week. It was. It seemed like there wasn't a lot of close games. Nope. Um. So I, I, you know, Ryan got another loss from TJ, which makes sense. Um. You know, you put up eighty-four points, which is impressive. So good for you. Thanks, Drake. Yeah. You know, DeYoung took the L, which hurts his team. But, you know, it's it was just kind of a, in my opinion, a bit of a boring week. Yeah, kind of bleh. You know, I think the closest matchup was DeYoung and G-Money. And G-Money still won by almost 20 points. <laughs> yeah, it was G-Money and Dykstra. Yeah, that was the yeah. narrowest victory. Oof. Oh yeah, sorry. I said DeYoung because Dykstra's name is DeYoung removed nickname. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that throws me off. Like when he had your picture, you know, I always thought it was your team, and it's like, what? That throws me off. But anyway, yeah, and I think none of them were upsets, right? I mean, it was all the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Looks yep. like it. Yep. I mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry. I was like, yeah. I was curious where you're going to go with that sentence, and I just my wheels were turning <laughs> as my mouth was moving, and that's never, never smart for me. All right. Oh man, that made me laugh. All right. <laughs> Moving on to week twelve. Week twelve was more interesting. Um, it was. There were really low scores, but it caused for some really close. There was a lot of close scores. games. There was. It was there awesome. Was. I mean, how weird. Eric's team projected for 120, almost three points. 123 points. Halved the expectations. Crazy game. Man, that is frustrating. Yeah. I mean, Lamar didn't do much. DeAndre Swift got hurt. Elijah Mitchell went off and scored almost half of his total team points. Yeah. That was wild. Kyle Pitts, bleh. Nick Chubb, bleh. I mean, it was just... Jamar Chase and Godwin just fell apart. Yeah. Crazy week for him. Ugh. I mean, way to go, I mean, Dykstra. Dykstra didn't have that much better week, though. He only scored 66 points. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. I can imagine how uh, Eric was reacting to that. Oh, I would have loved just to have a face cam on him like throughout the, the day. You know, just a time lapse of his face. Of just him being more and more frustrated with his team. Yep. Oh. But, Drake, I think, because um, we also had a narrow one between Bulkama and Jay Cozier. Bulkama yeah. only won by four, or less than four, actually. Without a running back? But, yeah. Without a running back, yep. But the closest one was Laser Dude and Viss. And Laser Dude won by, like, 
2.2 points or something. Yeah. And it was an extremely important win for Laser Dude. Um, Very Laser big. Dude trying to stay in the playoff picture. And this trying to jump into the playoff picture. You can still make By it. By the way, this could still make it. But if this doesn't make it, obviously everyone knows that it is an automatic extension of the league because you mm-hmm. have to win two years in a row to win the entire Empire Pot and restart the league. And Viss won it last year. So, yeah, that is fascinating. Um, DeYoung beat G-Money, um, which is interesting. G-Money is kind of at the tail end of the picture. DeYoung was selling. Now he's kind of playing good. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, nobody um, knows. <laughs> actually, I think I misspoke. Technically, the most narrow win was Clay yeah, it over was, you. It was me and Clay. Yeah, that was the Sorry, closest game. Sorry, I misspoke. Game. I think the most important win was Laser Dudes, but the closest game was Clay over you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I spoke. It was I mean, it's uh, a very narrow margin of victory between the two those two games. But yeah, yeah. holy cow, there's some close it was matchups. Awesome how close this week was. I mean, even the other ones, like DeYoung over G Money was only ninety nine to eighty three. Um the biggest I blowout mean, was T J versus you, and it was by less than twenty points. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's I mean I still awesome. I feel like I still made him sweat. I mean, I still scored almost, you know, a little over 75 points. I mean, it's not awful. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, how I mean, crazy. But I love this, man. As it gets down the stretch, these close ones. It's a way to do it. <laughs> I mean, these were all pretty ugly close games, but still. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Embarrassing, actually. We had, what, four teams go over 100 and they all played each other? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So on, for my loss, I was just happy that I kept it close. I was expecting Clay to blow me out this week, so I was just yep. happy to keep it close. And I didn't have Tyreek Hill. So here's the thing. Let's look at the standings. You've got you and TJ at one and two. And we're both um, locked into the playoffs already. Yeah, both both you guys are locked in. You got the little star next to you. Mm-hmm. I felt so special. Feel great. I feel so um, peachy. TJ's at one because he has... A lot, 110 yeah. points more than you in yep. the points four column, which is ridiculous. Yep. Um, Clay technically could get bumped out, but like you you said before we started recording, he would really have to screw up and Clay to get bumped out. Clay could also still get the first round by if I he lose could. my last two games, or if TJ does and he wins his last two, he could still get the first round by. Yes. Now, it it's also still very it's possible but unlikely because um i mean tj it's not going to happen to tj because he has too many points for yeah but with you you have like i don't know 80 more points for than he does yep so you would have to have you would have to lose twice and have two low scores he would have to win the last two and have two high scores Right, exactly. Because, by the way, I mean, we only have, I think everybody knows, we only have two regular season weeks before the playoffs start. So, yeah, Clay is at three, and he's all but locked up there. Pretty much, Um, yeah. Yeah. It'd It'd be impressive if he didn't make the playoffs at this point. Exactly. He could get lower than three. But he, what, what we're saying is he would really have to screw up to be completely bumped out of the playoffs. And um, and he would have to get unlucky, too. Like Exactly. It'd be, I think exactly. it, I think Viss and um, Eric would have to win out. 
um, and it it would be incredible. I just don't see yeah. that happening. So, so and like like and like I said, even him taking a buy from you is still very unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> be- because of the points for. But all right, so after that though, it gets super Oof, interesting. I love it. You have Laser Dude and G Money at fourth and fifth. They're both seven and five. Yep. Um, Laser Dude sitting pretty good in the points four column at uh, um, twelve fifteen. Yeah, twelve fifteen, and G Money's at eleven forty two. Um, so Laser Dude sitting good, but Laser Dude could absolutely still get bumped out of the playoffs. Um, yep. because in the sixth spot, you got Eric at six and six, one game behind him. And Eric has an amazing points for, yep. which is why he has been so frustrated with his wins and losses because it's just been like just awful luck wise. Absolutely um, crazy is that Eric has a lot more points scored than Ryan over a hundred more points, yeah. but their points against is off by like 40. Like it's he, relatively close. Eric just gets far- so unlucky when he loses. As far as points for, he is only thirty points behind you. Yeah, he's in. A, and he's you're in a ten str- and two, and you're six, and he's six and six. He's in a strong third place. Yeah. So I mean, and let's see, who does he have these last two weeks? He has myself and TJ. Obviously, massive favor against me. Um, although not not a given, but most likely he'll beat me. And then TJ obviously will be incredibly tough. Um, yeah, <laughs> that'll be super interesting. Oh my god! That last week is going to be a crazy week. It's going to be insane. Then you got DeYoung sitting in seventh. He is six and six. Yep. Uh, does not have great points for. Nope. But if he wins out, that could be interesting. And he and he, he plays, plays me and Clay. You and Clay. That's going to be tough. Incredibly tough. So I say. The, it, it's not looking super favorable for him to make the playoffs, but still very possible. Yeah. Um. I would say he probably doesn't like control his own destiny, if you will. The problem with him too is that he, out of these contenders, by far has the lowest amount of points scored. He's at ten eighty one. That's the thing. And even That's the thing. and then, I mean, Eric is ahead of him at thirteen thirty. Oh, so over well over two hundred points over. And Vis, who's right behind him is at 13.04, which is like, he's not going to be able to make up that gap. So I think That's he's going to have to get very lucky to make the playoffs. This, it's very interesting, really needs to win out because of his record. He's 5-7, and seven, he's an 8th, yeah. right behind DeYoung. But his points four is at 13.04, which is only 26 points behind Eric. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this is at 4-8, and eight, has more points four. Almost a hundred more points. And uh, do you do you know? Laser dude. Yeah. Do you know who Vis plays over the next two weeks too? Uh oh, hit me. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. I'm jealous. This week he plays Nathan. That's pretty much a guaranteed win. Next week he plays Jay Cozier after oh the big sell. Oh my god. He has two this very get, easy games. So it's this could get so interesting. Yeah, it's all about so how Eric, G Money, and Laser Dude do, in my opinion. And Viss has lost five of his last six. He's not playing well recently. No. No. But he has great points for. Exactly. I like, mean, he's... unfortunately, in week 10, 
He scored 132 points, but lost because he was playing TJ, who dropped almost a buck sixty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's brutal. Oh well, my gosh! And this is by far our points against leader by over 150 more than the next highest. Yep. That so does not like, feel good. Unlike Eric, who just gets unlucky when he scores a high game. Eric, you know, every time somebody plays this, they just slap him. Yep. I feel like out of everyone. This and Eric are the ones like just burying their face in their hands on Sundays. Just, oh like, yeah, looking at the scores like you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, I mean, like every if they just looked at their own scores, I'm sure they'd be pumped. Like they're they're scoring every week. It's just they yep. just can't get the wins, and it's just terrible for this time of year because they have to get lucky to kind of make. The, well, Eric, not so much, but this he kind of has to pull a rabbit out of his hat right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but just the fact, I mean, it's just so good for the league that right now, like, as far as standings, four, five, six, seven, and eight, those five guys, LaserDude, G-Money, Eric, um, DeYoung, and Viss, like, they're all vying for those last three spots. Five guys are fighting for three spots. Yep. It's great. It will be (laughs) incredibly interesting especially with this because he's the former champ mm-hmm. because he has such good points for uh yeah it'll be fascinating big time so whew, really really interesting and like you know yeah it's just i can't wait to see what goes yeah down. and so what's drake what is your prediction let's just say just for the sake of the podcast one two and three are locked up for sure yep TJ won your second, Clay's third, because I think that is the most likely. Just looking at Clay's schedule real quick. He plays G Money and D Young. Um, no layups there, but um, two middle of the pack guys. Let's just say that those three are locked up. Who is your guess for four, five, and six? Do I have to guess the correct order? Because I have no idea what order no. those are going to be. No. <laughs> no. But between those three no. guys. I think it's going to be Laser Dude, Eric, and Viss. I think Viss is going to sneak his way in on that sixth spot. I think Eric is going to be in that five or six spot. But I think Laser Dude, he's going to sit in pretty at number four. That's just my mm. opinion. I'm sorry, G Money. I'm sorry, DeYoung. I don't think it's going to happen this year. <sighs> Let's see here. I'm just looking at this and I'm looking at schedules. I so badly want to put G money in. I so badly do, but here's the problem. His points for are not great. Mm-hmm. Pretty low at 1142 just in comparison. He is 7 and 5, he has a winning record, but my problem is is his last two regular season weeks, he plays against Clay and then you. Yep. And it's not favorable. Clay has been playing really well lately. Um but so if I don't, he don't love if he that. wins this week or next week, I think he's pretty much locked in to the playoffs because yeah. he's at that winning record right now at seven and five. I think if you if you hit that eight win mark, yeah. you're going to be in the playoffs. That's the thing, and it very much could happen. I mean, next week we could say, "Holy crap, G Money's in!" And I, gosh, G Money, I want to put you in well, so bad. G Money right now is, I think, has a very good chance of beating Clay. Because of the oh, yeah. Thursday night yeah. football game that didn't go super well for Mark Ingram and Dak Prescott for Clay. Seriously, what that game was so 
like the Cowboys just looked like they were like out in left field and the Saints looked like the Seahawks. Yeah. It mean, was something. You know, it looked terrible. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, no pun intent because like Taysom literally got pretty much the same injury rusted. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, freaking. Yeah. Um, my guess. So. Fortunately, I, I think mine would be the same as yours. I think it's going to be Laser Dude, Eric, and Viss. I mean, I just can't ignore the points for in the the just the matchups. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think those are safe picks because, like you said, G Money upsets Clay. He's pretty much in. Oh yeah, for the most part. So I, I am really excited to see what happens with G Money, Eric, and this because I'm pretty confident Laser Dude's going to be in the playoffs at this point. I'm pretty confident that the Young is unfortunately going to slip out of it. Um, I think that's like the safest bit bets for me, but between G money, Eric and this, that's going to be tough just with uh, Eric playing um, TJ next week. Oh my goodness. Although here's the thing though. Like the young has been playing a lot better. Yeah. He's just a lot. He's got better. tough matchups these next two weeks. He does. You and clay. Oh man. I am so excited to see what happens this week. And next week, I cannot wait. Yeah, so let's look at that. I mean, should we talk about the, the matchups this week in particular, just in general? Yeah. So yep, week it's me and DeYoung. Um, you know, one more win for me, and I guarantee myself a top two spot. So that'd be nice. Uh, DeYoung needs a big week. That's just what has to happen. Yep. And he could do it. I mean, he's got the talent on his team. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of excited about that matchup. I'm really excited for the Clay G Money matchup. I think that might be my matchup of the week. Yeah, that is that is fascinating. And G Money is actually currently favored, just barely by a butt hair, but he he is favored. Yeah. Um, and he's got Jalen Waddle, who has been going ballistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the Muth. Yeah. Oh, and he's got uh. Brandon Ayuk in his flex, and uh, with Debo Samuel out, Ayuk could really get. Wow, um, but obviously uh, Clay's got a bunch of studs, so he could still go off like mm-hmm. usual. Um, oh my gosh, that yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm gonna be monitoring that Clay G money matchup. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh huge implications. Um, like I said, I think if Clay loses out, I. Th- He's still going to be fine, I think, but it's just, especially for G-Money, it's really, really important. Yeah, I think it's more important for G-Money to win this game than Clay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think anybody at this point who is even in the, you know, who's in that top eight that we talked about wants a loss this week. I don't think anybody's like, oh, I could take a loss. It's like, no, we all want to win. It's like, yep. Ugh, so close. I love it. And man, like, just going to say it. Bulk of a man. Yet Jordan Howard's out again, and Daniel Jones has got declared out f- yesterday. So he needs a quarter. Need he a needs running, a quarterback and a running. You need a quarterback back. and a running back. Yeah, just just go get it, man. Can't rely on them. I'll trade Jared Goff. Um, he's on my <laughs> roster. <laughs> he's a stud. Oh, he is man. so good. Just just <laughs> he is so talented. I I kind of feel bad for Jared Goff, man. Like. He's not great, but the thing is, like, he's just in a terrible position with 
I don't know if that coach is any He's good. He's in a bad position this year, but he was bad for the last couple years. I agree. I agree. But I'm just saying, I think he could be okay um, on a like in a decent situation. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, he, yeah. Whatever. We don't have to talk about that, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. You and DeYoung, very interesting. Um, are how nervous are you with your matchup with DeYoung? How nervous? Uh, I'm not super nervous. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it right now. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to, for me, it's going to see how my flex players do. And for him, it's going to be, can Frenette score as much as he has been and how healthy is Robinson. But I, I'm just, I'm curious. I'm not nervous, but I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. I still think I, I still think, think uh, Young's going to get his ass beat, though. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Come at me, DeYoung. Oh. trivia <laughs> champion's about to be the freaking loser. <laughs> Have fun in the losers bracket, DeYoung. I was too. I was. Wow, that is some vicious I, trash. I was too right nice there. a second ago. I figured I needed to spice it up. <laughs> yeah, you got real spicy yeah. there. <laughs> I'm sure DeYoung is shaking in his boots. Oh, I'm so intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, let's just say me and you, our matchup of the week is, I think we can say it's um, Clay and G-Money. Yes. Um, Just for playoffs, it's it's close already projections-wise. What is your upset? Um, I can't pick Dykstra. Um. Let's just go with you. I think you're gonna get your fifth win. Yes, you knew you I wanted, do wanted to, do, to it. do it. You know you wanted to do it. And hey, luck is on my side. Eric always gets screwed over in matchups like yeah. this. Let, let me drop a buck twenty on him. <laughs> I'm sure he'll drop a buck nineteen. He'll be pissed. I'll be dancing in the living room. Oh man, uh, I. Oh, he he'd he be would so be mad, man. And I would furious. And I would not blame him. I would not blame him. One no, if bit. he drops this week, I think he's gonna sell his entire team. <laughs> like with with Eric's luck, Josh Jacobs is gonna go off for like forty six <laughs> fantasy points this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Hunter Renfro is gonna score two touchdowns. <laughs> Something yeah. ridiculous. Dude, Renfro has been so consistent for me this year. Freaking love that little he's the wide receiver twenty one. Well. <sighs> See now, I want to be nice. I wanted to take DeYoung, but now you took me, so <sighs> I'll take. You know, you know what? Technically, he's favored right now, but the record says G Money yeah. is the underdog. I'm gonna take there G Money. There you go. Um, I love G Money, and I love Clay too. But like, I don't know. I'm just rooting for G Money, man. I want to see him sneak into the playoffs because I think the odds are against him if you look at matchups and points for like we already described. So. Yeah, I'll give me some G money this yeah, week. I so love I think it. isn't he uh doesn't he's gonna get Kyler back, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's getting Kyler back. So he still has Bridgewater in, but I, I don't know. He probably puts Kyler back in, I right? I think so. I mean Chicago has a solid defense, but But it's Kyler. Yeah, I don't know. Well it'll be I know that's the yeah. thing, right? So Teddy is kinda underwhelming, but No. Anyway, we'll see. So who would right, you man. rather have, Teddy Bridgewater or Jared Goff? Oh, yeah, Bridgewater. It's not even close. 
Yeah, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Hundred percent. That was a terrible comp. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, who would you rather have, uh, Jared Goff or my daughter Sawyer? Uh, obviously Sawyer. Oh yeah. duh, dude. I'm I'm in the same yeah. camp. So she's definitely getting well, more fantasy points. I would than hope you would choose your own daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. Is you got anything else for? No, I mean we we already podcast? talked about the Thursday night football game, which I totally watched all of it because I was just so intrigued with it. You know, <laughs> it was man. We were watching it because you know Mary Beth is a big Saints fan, and both of us were like, "This freaking sucks." Yeah. <laughs> I mean Zeke wasn't playing much, and when he did, he looked bad, and like, you know, Cooper was kind of there. He's you know still coming off of COVID and stuff, but like. And like Taysom, like had a few good throws, but didn't look that. He threw it great. to the def- defense really well. Oh, he did do a really good job yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I mean, both teams have some exciting guys on defense, but like outside of that, it was like this freaking blows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but all, all right, right, man. All right, we are. Out, are we? We're, at, we're is, the, is the That's outro it. music playing? How's it sure. going? It's like. Something. See ya! Oh, wait, that's your line. <laughs> Dude, you, you ruined it. Okay, Lord. bye, everybody! See ya!